CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, coming to you live from downtown Disney and Walt Disney World. Today is Wednesday, May 23rd, and it is time once again for WDW Radio Live and the WDW Newscast, sharing with you this week's Walt Disney World news in a live interactive chat format. Join us every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern at WDW Radio Live. Be part of the conversation in the box or join us here live sort of in and out of the studio here in Walt Disney World. We're joined by Scott and John, the Lionses, Sarah, lots of other friends here in downtown Disney as well. Let's get right into this week's Walt Disney World news. I'll be paying attention to the chat window. Want to hear you guys' responses and questions as well. First things first, let's head on over to Disney's Hollywood Studios because One Man's Dream, as I mentioned last week, uh, is debuting a new part of the attraction, and that is, of course, the Fantasyland expansion model. I talked about it on the show last week before we went. Now that we've had a chance to see it, Scott, you were actually down there with us That's right. last week. It is huge. Gigantic. It's incredibly impressive. Very detailed. One of the things that impressed me most was the size and the scope of the Seven Dwarfs Mine Coaster. Oh my gosh, that is, that's going to be my favorite thing. There. It's a mountain. I mean, it is, it is, it is going to be the third of the mountain ranges. It will actually block a lot of the things behind it where you're going to have to go behind it to, to see like uh, Eric's castle. And all Imagineering that. does so well with the sight lines or what you can see from where, where. What I noticed about it, which I hadn't seen or realized before, was in addition to going above and in and out of the mountain, it also goes below That's ground right. level. That's so right. there's a neat little, so you've got to make sure you go, you should go to see One Man Stream every time you go anyway. Yep. One of the best, most overlooked attractions on property, but definitely go check out the model and concept art over there as well too. Sad news, sad news, because whenever you talk about the closing of a restaurant, it's sad, but it's good news because it's only temporary, so don't get nervous. Over at the Beach Club, from July 9th through August 4th, relatively long, almost a month long, the Cape May Cafe is gonna be closed for refurbishment. I'm not sure if it's just gonna be sort of a refreshing or an upgrade or if it's gonna change at all. Uh, one of the very popular, especially on Friday nights, or the Friday night seafood buffet, great character meal in the morning too. Love that for character breakfast because oftentimes it's not very crowded. You get a lot of face time, you get a lot of autograph time, a lot of hugging time with your favorite <laughs> characters, um, all dressed in their favorite swimmers. So they can head on out to Storm Along Bay right after. And I gotta so, say, the best mashed potatoes on property. Right there you go. That, that's quite an endorsement coming oh, from Scott, who doesn't really like very much. <laughs> so that's obviously going to limit um, the amount of dining options in a very busy time of year. It for the summer, so the marketplace is obviously still going to be open for grab-and-go food, mm -hmm. but you'll have to head on over uh, to the Yacht Club, to uh, Peaches and Cream, maybe. even Hurricane Hannah's outside. Great burgers out there as well, or too. Or maybe the Il Molina, or the Blue Zoo. Oh, speak <laughs> not. I, kimonos and Blue Zoo, I ate there again on Monday. It's heaven on a plate. Um, moving on, let's talk about, we were talking about Fantasyland. Let's go over to Fantasyland again, because construction is still going on over at Winnie the Pooh. A lot of you may have noticed, uh, really since the expanded queue opened, that one section off to the left as you face the attraction has been closed. That was gonna be sort of the, the Tigger bounce section where there was going to be, this is where the lawyer in me comes out. There was gonna be pads that you'd stand on, they would bounce you up. Uh, I think for some obvious reasons, that section never opened. That was not, not, not the best idea. From what I understand, it is going to be an expanded part of the queue. It's going to be a photo pass location as well, too. Uh, and for the time being, Winnie the Pooh meet and greets 
uh, are over in Town Square, but I think eventually they are going to be located, which is great, right outside the attraction to get an, an expanded part of the queue as well too. Wonder if they're going to bring in any other interactive elements in there as well too. I will tell. They, they definitely are adding lots of interactive elements to lots of the queues. And this is so much. It's a low tech interactive element. And when it first opened, I wasn't sure how the flow was gonna work, but it's great because while the parents are under the shade, uh, the, the canopies with the ceiling fans, the kids are sort of following yeah, along as outside. Along, there's little activities just off to the side that, that, that they can play with as you're- The kids don't feel like they're waiting in line. Exactly. They're having fun, they're expanding energy, they're doing some, some you know, things that aren't just on screens, but things you can actually feel and touch and pull. So there's some, uh, Again, some low-tech interactivity there until you get to the honey wall, which is a great effect. So, um, speaking of Fantasyland, don't forget too, this week coming up, Snow White. It's her last day. It's her last day in her scary adventures. Maybe we'll have maybe we'll, maybe we'll meet up there on on Thursday. Maybe we'll meet up on Thursday in the afternoon. If anybody's going to be in town, wants to meet up, take one final ride on Snow White's Scary Adventures, email me at lou at www.radio.com or hit me up on Twitter at Lou Mangiello. Maybe we'll have sort of an informal say goodbye and have a citrus swirl as well, too, because that's, that's how you celebrate a loss like that. Opening day attraction right there. i got to get back to food because it's been way too long since I've talked about it. Um, as part of the upgrade to the France Pavilion, and there's a lot going on there. The patisserie is getting a whole second level. Bistro de Paris is also going to be closed for a lengthy refurbishment in a very busy time of year. From July 1st through September 30th, it's going to be closed. And if you did have ADRs during that time, Disney is contacting people to give them reservations for the exact same time, for the exact same party size over at Chefs de France or finding them another location. So you don't have to worry about changing your plans from Epcot. You'll be able to eat either in France or at least somewhere else in Epcot. Okay. Um, but you know, as difficult as these things are, when you lose a restaurant for a few months, look at things like Tutto Italia. I think what comes as a result of the upgrade is obviously worth yeah, the wait. Definitely. We're going to have to head on over to Tutto Gusto and the wine bar and Tutto Italia for a sort of a post-refurbishment review. Yeah, I, I had a chance to walk through there. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. And I saw the menu. I, I definitely want to eat it. I took a quick look and all that ceiling, sort of the yeah. brickwork in the ceiling. Uh, Imagineering again. And some nice, nice couches. The Italy Pavilion is so, and we're going to have to do a DSI on the Italy Pavilion itself because there's no attractions, there's, but it's such a well-themed, a, a very detailed and intricately storyline pavilion in there. Um, really one of my favorites, even though there's not really a lot to do there, there's a lot to see there. Definitely. It's a feast for the eyes. Definitely and the stomach, and the stomach. <laughs> Notice the orange bird shirt, by the way. It always comes back to food. Um, this past weekend was the kickoff weekend for Star Wars Weekends. We were there Friday, we were there Saturday, you were there on Sunday, on Sunday yep. had a great time. Uh, we live broadcast all day Saturday. Thanks to those of you who came out to the meet of the month. Uh, we hung out, we did the Carbon Freeze Me experience, we did some shows, we did the hyperspace hoopla. I'm gonna post a video this week, probably within the next couple of days, of recapping uh, our sort of first weekend at Star Wars Weekends. If you haven't had a chance to go, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, there's so much to do, there's so much to see. It's a, it's a ton of fun. Get there early. And this weekend, there's another reason to go. There's more? There's more reasons to go. And I, I might have to go back just for this. What's that? Because you may remember, and again, we're here in downtown Disney, just a few weeks ago, we were tucked away in the corner with really the most talented artist in all of Walt Disney World, 
Brian Blackmore from the Disney Design Group, who not only has created incredible amounts of hard and soft merchandise from pins to shirts to some of the mugs you're gonna find at Star Wars Weekend, but he's actually gonna be doing a signing Friday. He's gonna be down at Darth Maul behind Rock and Roller Coaster from 12 to two. From six to 8 p.m., he's gonna be right there, at the, right over there. Here in downtown Disney at the Art of Disney, He'll be there Saturday again at the Art of Disney from two to four, back on Sunday from two to four at Darth Maul. Forget Ray Park. He's super talented. Go to, see, go to see Brian Blackmore, have him talk to you about and sign some of the stuff that he's created for Star Wars Weekends and give him a hug. Because he's, he's he is a great hugger <laughs> as well too. Uh, I will probably be back for at least one or more and I will tell you, you can ver verify this. Uh, every year, there's a little bit different. The Ray Park experience was awesome. James Arnold Taylor, the man of a million voices. His show, different than last year, a great sort of one-man show with his voice talent. Uh, the parade with the characters and the 501st, the Jedi Training Academy going on all day long. What are you laughing at? Um, the merchandise, the Star Wars-themed food. Mark, there's, there's Darth Vader-themed cupcakes, which are phenomenal. It's chocolate oh, and peanut butter and a Darth chocolate cake. It's made of dark chocolate, right? Delicious. Put your name on that. Um, but you've got to stay, or even go back home and come back for the hyperspace hoopla. Huh? That was amazing. And get there early, because we got there an hour early, and we're still probably 20 deep. It was the same way on Sunday. It's. Uh, it's an amazing show. It's a ton of fun. It's super crowded. It's now at the end of Hollywood Boulevard in front of the hat on a stage that they put up just for this. Gigantic, but it's still very busy. It's great. But it's Come early awesome. and stay to the end. You it's, always have to stay to the end. Minutes long. It's awesome. Um, it's you'll be singing, you'll be dancing. I have even I think there I did, are some hilarious hijinks. There are some say, with, true with hijinks the, uh, to say the least. The and some there. surprises. There are some surprises as well too. And the neat thing is, whether you're a fan of the first trilogy, the only trilogy, the second trilogy, or the Clone Wars, there's characters from all of them as part of the hoopla. And um, Sniganula, man, they, they rock it. And even get there early. They do, they do some shows throughout the day. There are Boba Fett's on stage early. Uh, some of our friends were out there very early on talking to some of the guests. You gotta go see the Stormtroopers. It's a great full day, and you can do a lot without even riding attractions. That's right, yeah. But there's something about riding Star Tours during Star Wars weekends, build your own droid, build your own lightsaber, and go check out Darth Maul and go hug Brian Blackmore as well too. Before we wrap up the newscast portion of the show, uh, on this past week's podcast, we talked about um, the Country Bear Jamboree, a classic Walt Disney World attraction. Speaking of classic Disney World, Orangeburg, that really has not changed over the past 40 years. It, it's almost identical to the way it was on opening day, October 1st, 1971. So I want to leave you with a question of the week. And the question of the week is this. What attraction, if any, should never be changed? What attraction is just so timeless, so classic, or so perfect, as perfect as it can be, that it should never be changed? I asked this question uh, on Facebook, so if you want to come by, comment on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Lumangelo. I'll post uh, the newscast tonight in the blog and on YouTube. Comment there too. I want to hear your thoughts. Had some very interesting responses. Yeah. Um, one that was very, very popular. A lot of people came to bat for one of their favorite classic attractions that they felt should not, and maybe hopefully will not, ever be touched. Interesting. Very interesting. So that's going to do it. I want to hear your thoughts, whether it's about Star Wars Weekend, 
Uh, are you excited about some of the new restaurant changes coming to the parks? Brian Blackmore, Winnie the Pooh, whatever it may be, leave your comments right below, whether you're watching on YouTube, on the blog, or if you're listening to the audio portion in the iTunes feed, and also leave your answer to the question of the week as well. The people over there are excited. You can hear them cheering. Uh, again, join us every Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, over at WDW Radio Live. Be part of the box people. Visit the website for more information about our upcoming events, including our evening at the American Adventurers Club, coming just in time for Epcot's 30th anniversary. You're coming. Oh yeah. If you love the Adventurers Club, you're gonna love this event. We have a meet coming up in a couple weeks in New York City. Lots of work going on as well. And of course, don't forget about our cruise on the Disney Dream with our very special guest, Richard M. Sherman of the legendary Sherman Brothers is gonna be there as well too. A lot of good stuff going on, man. Working on a lot of projects, hunkering down. Uh, really excited to share some of that stuff with you, but there's a lot going on on the site as well. The blogs, the videos, the forums. Stay tuned for new Star Wars videos coming out this week. I know I'm forgetting something else. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, whatever it may be. Um, that is going to do it for this week's show. Thank all of you for showing up. Thank all of you for watching live in the box. Definitely stay tuned. We'll hang out and chat some more uh, before we're done tonight. But until next week, I am Lou Mangello from WW Radio. Thanks for watching. See ya.